Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And, well, that's exactly what we do on the show. We teach you different things about mortgages. So on today's show, well, it's come to that time of year again, the end of the year. I'm not going to lie. This is one I'd rather wrap up and throw away that way. But really, when we look back, we have a a lot of production going on. And and let's kind of talk about what's gone on in the last year and what kind of opportunities we have in the London and surrounding area because I got to admit uh, I've been doing this business 20 years in the London area and this is the busiest we have ever seen mortgages and that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, You know everyone comes to me and says uh, you know how's the real estate? Real estate's going well but you have to keep in mind when it comes to mortgages we're not just doing the people that are are moving and selling and buying and right? First time home buyers. It's, it's not. And let's think about that. That's kind of what I want to talk about on, on today's show a little bit of, you know, what it brought on this year in mortgages and why was it so busy? And, and once again, where does your opportunity lie? So I would say probably the biggest impact we've seen in the London and surrounding area, and let's just be honest, uh, Southwestern Ontario from, you know, Toronto down the 401 to this way. So if you haven't tuned into this show before, uh, please Google, take a look at what we're all about, mortgageteacher.com, or just Google Mortgage Teacher even and read the reviews. Uh, that's one thing I'm very, very, very thankful for, for the entire year. It's all the people we did help. Thank you so much for sharing the word. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't know we exist, and once they start reading the reviews and they can relate. Uh, for example, you know, I've, I've just met with a client this week that has done mortgages through a different uh, scenario. Uh, through a different institution for the last five times and was so surprised how much they learned through the advice of mortgage teacher and an exciting thing. Uh, you know, now they're on, on to a path to pay their mortgage off much quicker than they were. And that's probably the biggest challenge I found. And I'm going to talk about the end of the show today is, you know, we're seeing these low rates come about. So that's what's happening this year, the low of the, the, the year of the lowest interest rates. But I challenge everyone that's listening. If you are getting the lowest mortgage, and what are you doing with it? Because that's what I see coming in the office that kind of scares me. And I've talked about it on the show before. And, and we'll get on to that today. So first of all, let's go back in time a little bit. Back at the start of the year, you know, obviously we started getting um, quarantined with COVID in March and April. And that uh, left us staying in that in our places. But what something weird happened. Next thing you know, you know, people started saving money. They were getting money back for their vacations or their kids camps or whatever it may be. And next thing you know, renovations started happening. So we got so many calls on people, you know, getting access to money. The rates started coming down and down more again. Uh, At the start of the year, they were pretty close to the 2.99, maybe some 2.7s, 2.8s, but just under 3%. And now we see it all the way down to 2%, just under. I know we see some crazy rates advertised up there because we have the, the power of the old Google. Just Google the rates and see what... And the funny thing is when it comes to Google... It's not even mortgage rates that searched. It's lowest mortgage rates that searched. I mean, guys, we we know you're looking for the lowest mortgage rate, okay? But you got to find one within reason because now some of these lenders out there know that you're looking for the lowest rate. And you want to be careful when you're kind of swimming through those channels, I guess, because there's a lot of things that come sticky with a... With a uh, lowest interest rate. For example, uh, sometimes you have to make monthly payments only. And like I said, with these low rates, really, you know, how are you taking advantage and taking advantage of them? So that's what you want to see. And that's what we do here at Mortgage Teacher. We design an entire plan. 
It's not just about, you know, what's the lowest rate? It's what are you doing with the mortgage? And at the year end, guys, this is when we start receiving our year end mortgage statements. Now, I challenge all of you because now I can call you out on it. When you get that, I guess I can do that next show too because we usually don't get that till about February. But when you get your year-end mortgage statement, I want you to look and email me. How much do you pay off per year? And if you know, good for you because I've asked over 300 people, how much do you pay off in your mortgage per year? And surprisingly enough, nobody knows. Exactly. They they know, oh, my rate is this, but they don't know. Are they paying 8000 off? Are they paying 12000 A lot of people guess, but they don't really know how much they're paying off. Well, folks, here's the way I want to go through this year. Rates are an all-time low. And why are we so busy? Why is it an important time? Well, how do we take advantage of that? So first of all, let's go back, like I was saying, on maybe what made this year the busiest year we've ever seen. And I think what that is, is more, let's go even back farther, five years from now, six years from now. I know it surprises you, but if we go back to 2015, actually, let me help you out. If you want to search this, Google five-year Canada bond, because the five-year fixed floats with the Bank of Canada five-year bond yield. So as a broker owner, that's what I watch. So if you see that graph going up and up and up and up, well, you can expect rates to go up. Now, if you click on this graph, you can, you know, look at a timeline and you can go back to January 2015, where we saw rates the same as today. They were at about 2.99. Then they came down to 2.79, 2.59, 2.49. Yes, back in 2015, you could get a five year fixed for under two and a half percent. Now, that is fantastic. And I've been doing it 20 years, like I said. So when you run into people from history, They say, Mike, remember when rates were two and a half? Oh my gosh, I got so lucky and I grabbed a rate then. My payments were, you know, $700 a month. That was so fun. Okay, well, let's think about this, guys, because homes have gone way up and now we've got money really cheap. So you have to be challenged. What are you doing with it? Parents, advisors out there. How are you advising your kids? How are you advising your clients? Because I'm a hockey guy and I'll be honest with you. If you're just going to give them the payment of how low these rates are, that might be a little bit of a suicide pass. That's exactly what that is in old school hockey. Now, let me explain what I'm talking about there. When you look at this five-year bond graph, you'll really notice that when the Trump election came in, which was November 2016, then rates shot up. We saw the five-year fix go up to, you know, three and a half percent. If you got a mortgage in 2018, you might have locked in at 3.8, even. So we had that mountain of higher rates. And then since then, we've come back down to under the 25 even under 2%. So this year, guys, think about it. If you got that mortgage in 2015 and 16, in that nice, you know, 18-month window where rates were under 25 when did you come up for renewal? Exactly right now. This year and last year. So stats say here in Canada, 75% of Canadians took a mortgage in that 18-month window of the lowest rates. Now, congratulations because you just came up for renewal and you missed a mountain. It's the lowest rates again. So I'm getting calls all the time. Hey, Michael, what's your best uh, five-year fix? Because, uh, you know, I've got 2.3% and that's what I want to keep going. And I kind of got to be honest with you. You're lucky. Are you taking advantage? Because now this is a whole 10 year period that you're going to enjoy interest rates under, you know, two and a half percent. 
But what kind of Canadian do you want to be? And here's what I'm trying to say, because we all say we want to be one type of person, but our actions are the exact opposite. And here's what I'm talking about, because now I've been seeing this and I have pure evidence of this. People are, you know, we're going to look at 10 years. We're going to look back at this 10 years and say, hey, remember when the rates were under, you know, 2% or under two and a half? And you're going to have one of two people. One person's going to say, oh, yes, I remember that. Life was great back then. You know, my payments were only $1,000 a month and I was really living life and had a lot of extra money, although we can't do anything because of COVID. Now, on the other side of the coin, that's the Canadian I don't want you to be because you're not paying the mortgage down while the rates are low. Here's what I want to hear. Hey, Mike, remember when rates were 2%? Well, I got to admit, I took advantage of that and really paid off a lot more while the rates were low. So now I don't owe much on my house. You see, folks, now that the rates are down to under 2%, really, we should be setting the bar higher. And how do I know this? The stress test. Parents, advisors, again, why would we ever advise the future to set the bar lower than the government standard? Now, here's what I mean by that. We have a stress test in Canada that every single Canadian, if they're allowed to buy a house, they have to pass at about 5%. Today, it's at 4.79. This is the stress test that was implemented on January 1st, 2016. Okay. Now, if that's where the government sets the bar, that's the standard that we should be able to afford. That's the standard the government set out. But yet, every phone call I get is trying to get the lowest payment, the lowest obligation. But if we set the bar there, folks, that's called a habit. Now you have a habit of getting used to paying your money back at a 2% level. Now, at Mortgage Teacher, we suggest playing with a calculator, be careful, type in 4.79, see what that payment comes out at. That's what you should be able to afford. In fact, if you're getting a mortgage, you obviously can afford it because you have to go through the stress test. But why? Why as parents or why as an advisor would I set anyone up with payments lower than that? Now, here's what I mean by that. The payment might only be 1600 at, you know, 1.99%. That's fine. But if the 479, if it's going to be $500 more a month, here's what I teach people. You got to be putting that money away for now and create automation. The power of out of sight, out of mind is so great. So I have my clients putting, you know, 250 biweekly into a different bank account for a rainier day. But if everything goes well, and hopefully it does like it it was intended to, that money goes down on principle. So over 90% of our clients are paying more off than just the minimum. In fact, they're paying at a standard of 4%. Guys, use the law of averages and take advantage of that. Well, that went by pretty quick, but we're going to jump to a quick news break and I'll be back right after this. Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, my name is Michael Mullis, president of a company called Mortgage Teacher. And please check the Google, see what people are saying about Mortgage Teacher. And if you have been listening to the show, well, let's get the ball rolling. We've been talking about how things have changed this year and how, you know, Londoners can really take advantage. So first of all, I was starting with a little bit of a beware. Yes, we have the lowest rates, the lowest rates, the lowest rates. Um, you know, whether it's one, 2.1 or 2% or 1.9, hey, I'm not going to lie. The difference between the two are, is about $20 a month. But really, I test you all while we're taking, while we have these low rates, how are we taking advantage of it? 
with hyperinflation going on, you know, our houses are worth 200, 300, 400, 500. In fact, that's what we'll talk about in this little part here is, is the inflation and the opportunity we have here in the London area with the low borrowing costs. Now, as I said earlier in the show, it was the busiest year in Canadian mortgage history. And I think that's more which we don't realize. But back in 2015 and 16, we also had the lowest five-year fixed rates and over 70% of the population redid their mortgage then. So now all of those people were coming up for renewal this year and in 2021. So that's a a ton of the population and all with expectations under two and a half percent. That's a little scary. Like I said, we're setting the bar low considering we've had a stress test implemented since then in 2016. So if every single Canadian has to qualify at 4.79%. Well, as a father or an advisor, why would I teach people to set the bar lower than that? Folks, if you're playing with a mortgage calculator, you should be typing in 4.5%. Take a look at that payment. Hopefully you can nod your head yes and afford that. And lo and behold, you get a rate much lower. And that means that's more principal in your pocket. Pay that mortgage off quicker while rates are low. So you can always contact us at Mortgage Teacher. We design a customized plan automated to do that and that's what we're happy to do like i said folks every there's hundreds and thousands of agents around or brokers that are trying to get you a mortgage but you know who truly sits down and helps you get rid of it and that's kind of what we do on this show and that's what our whole, our whole program is all about you know pay it forward and of course all these are free to you so why not it's like a financial planner reverse in fact really before you got to invest money you got to you got to get rid of uh, all your debt and then you start investing big money and that's how we transfer people. Now, let's talk about the huge opportunity in London here when it comes to investing because I got to admit, I know who our listeners are, but there's a lot that we don't realize how we could take advantage. So, um, for example, say you bought a house in the last five or 10 years, that house is, was worth 300000 What is your neighbor sold for? It's crazy, isn't it? Your neighbor's house is worth five, five. It's almost so high that you don't even know what's real anymore. But how can we take advantage of that? Because if you can borrow money so cheap, in fact, did you know that since the year 2000, if you borrow to invest, you get to write off the interest? Hmm. Now, I've said that on the show before. Maybe we've got to start thinking outside the box. There might be more savings under my belt with as far as Saving on the interest, but, or sorry, saving on taxes opposed to the interest. Interest is so cheap and taxes are so expensive. Okay, so creating a tax deduction. And do you have an investor working for you? Do you, ha- do you have an opportunity to invest? Because a lot of people are making a lot of money on investments now too. So here's what I'm talking about. A lot of people are coming in to redesign a new plan. So for example, say I my house is worth 600000 we'll say. And say I owe 200000 in debt. And of course, I was raised with work hard, pay that debt off, pay it off, pay it off, and don't have a mortgage, Michael. I agree with that. But at the same point, I wasn't raised with putting a couple hundred thousand in my bank account and doing nothing with it. Folks, if you're paying your house off and you're sitting on hundreds of thousands of dollars, that is called dead equity. And today's standards, you could be having your money work for you. Okay? Work smarter, not harder. Okay, and I would get on this sooner because we're going to eventually probably run into equity tax. It seems like I know the government wants to get their money back and I can see that brewing up 
the next couple of years. So consider this. <clears throat> so what I do is I owe 200,000 on bad debt. Now I take out another 200,000. Now be careful because a lot of banks will say, oh, no problem. I'll give it to you in the line of credit. Here you go. And I don't mind that, but 200,000 at prime plus compounded monthly, you might not be getting your very cheapest money is what I'm saying. But here's where your opportunity lies. Do you take 200,000 out and invest it? That's great if you're making money on it, but the biggest deal is you're writing off the interest. I have so many people coming into the office that, you know, for example, this week, a couple is getting, you know, close to retirement. One's retired, one isn't, right? Their house is paid off and they're about to go take, a, you know, $200,000 of hard work money. Like if you have $200,000, that means you had to work hard and probably make 300, 350 after your tax. Now you have 200 and they were going to go put that down on the cottage, as a down payment and then get a mortgage on the cottage. Well, first of all, the banks usually like to, you know, the rate to be a little bit higher when it's on a cottage way up north. So funny enough, here's what we taught them to do. No, no, no. Advance the cost from your place, buy the cottage, and now you have, it was for $400,000, $400,000 you borrowed to invest on this cottage that they're going to rent out. This is fully tax deductible. You're borrowing out of your equity, out of your bank account, to invest into this investment property. And that's where the accountants love the separate paperwork. They're going to write all this off. These are the type of setups you want to make sure that you're taking advantage of. Too many of us have some kind of, what do I want to say? Maybe old school thoughts. And I agree. I totally agree with the way my grandparents and my parents taught me. Pay your mortgage off. Pay your debt off. I agree. Except play it smart. Because we got to be careful. The banks aren't being as nice to us and the baby boomers as they used to be. We all grew up with, hey, if I put 20% down, the bank's always going to say yes to you. But it's all on repayment, folks. So a lot of the baby boomers now, I get people coming in sometimes in tears that they have a million dollar house paid off, but yet they can't get a mortgage against it because they don't have the repayment. They're retired now. So a lot of us are getting stuck with money in the walls, not in the halls. Farmers, you can all relate. You know, you get stuck with, because it's farmland and it's workable. You got, you know, $1.5 million farm. Meanwhile, it's hard to scrape out a couple hundred thousand out of that at a cheap interest rate like we're seeing. Hence why, you know, Farm Credit Union exists. So that, that's another thing. That can be a whole, whole other show on top of that. On what I see trending as far as properties, you know, because we can't get together downtown and the social gatherings aren't happening. We're seeing the hobby farm really step up. And that's that's a different breed, folks. When you're driving income on your property, it's not the easiest to get a mortgage. So if you're looking for a place with land and workable land, be careful because you're not going to necessarily get the lowest interest rates you're seeing out there. Now, that's kind of what we've talked about in the review. I know I was talking a little bit fast, but hey, we don't have much time on this show. And let's be honest, it's holiday season and I'd rather not be listening to Michael Mollis on AM980. But again, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. What a great year we had here at Mortgage Teacher. I know we helped out a lot of people. You guys have been thanking us. So thanks all around. It's a great city to work around. And like I said, if I can leave you with one thing, and I'll, I'll start talking about this on the next shows, but we're coming up to the year end. I really want to see people pull out their mortgage statement and start to understand how much they're paying off and make that the focus. I've talked about it on the show here all the time. Be results focused. Don't just rate shop.
You know, it was only a year ago that people were, oh my gosh, 2.79, 2.99 is the best rate. It's, we're so happy with it. And why is it that the rates are coming down? We just push harder and push harder. Focus your energy. Yeah, yes, low rates are great. Focus your energy on what you're doing with it. Again, I'm Michael Mullis from Mortgage Teacher, signing off and have yourself a fantastic holiday.